Welcome to the Dig In Travel Podcast, where travel and other digital professionals level up their marketing skills by listening to the top industry experts. And now, here's your host, Istok Franco, founder of DigInTravel.com, your number one resource for travel, digital, e-commerce, and marketing. Hi, this is Istok, and you're listening to episode 35 of the Dig In Travel Podcast. As I introduced you in our last episode in December, We'll start with a new podcast series and a new setup in 2022. We'll do a series of six to eight podcast episodes on the topics of digital cabin, digital retailing, and ancillary revenue. But even more than the new topic, I'm really happy to announce we have a new co-host for this series. We'll work and we'll do interviews together with Henry Hertwald from Atmosphere Research Group. Henry is a colleague, a good friend, but most of all, a great mind and one of the best or most experienced and well-respected travel industry analysts. So I'm really excited for this new series together with Henry, as this is something we wanted to do together for a long time. We also have a new podcast sponsor for this series. I'm happy to announce we are partnering with Sita, among other things. CETA provides a technology solution that helps airlines worldwide bring their cabin crew into the digital era with an all-in-one digitalization tool called CrewTap. So I think they are a great fit for our new topic. In our first episode of the new series, me and Henry talked to Emilio Chacon Monsan. And Emilio, he has an amazing airline background. He worked in ancillary, digital commerce, e-commerce, and the digital experience at four airlines, including two network carriers, Aeromexico and Avianca, and two low-cost carriers, Welling and Ryanair. Emilio is currently VP, Airline Relationship and Ancillary Revenue at Global Onboard Partners. We talked about ancillary, retailing, onboard experience, and other things, and Emilio and Henry both shared a lot of interesting stuff, so I hope you'll enjoy the show and the new podcast setup. Hi Emilio, hi Henry, welcome to the Digging Trail podcast. Hi Scott, I mean, very, very great to be here with you guys. Hi Henry. Hi Emilio, Istok, hello. Yeah, so this is truly an airline international podcast. So we have a guy sitting in Slovenia. Emilio, you're in Barcelona right now. Yes. And Henry, you? San Francisco. Yeah, so there is a difficulty to make it uh, work hour wise, time zone wise, but I'm really happy to have you both. So, Emilio, you have a very interesting background. If I'm not mistaken, you worked for four different airlines, or is it five? Four? Well, five if you include the. Uh... The merger, right? Okay. So because I used to working for Clicker, then we merged into into uh, Welling. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So yeah, two big LCCs. You mentioned Welling. You mentioned uh, I, I saw you work for Ryanair, and then two big traditional airlines, Aero Mexico, Avianca. You worked also in a lot of different areas, like ancillary, e-commerce, digital space, digital user, ex- uh, digital experience. So I think you are a great guest for this new series that we will host with uh, my colleague Henry. And we will talk about digital cabin and a lot about retailing, digital retailing. So maybe 
before we start with the first question from Harry, just a little bit background. So how this, how did your airline career evolve from all these four airlines and which areas did you work on most? Well, I mean, I've been working on the e-commerce lines, I mean, mostly, right? Uh, but then I started into ancillary or everything that is called product development, right? Which is fantastic, right? And it's so needed, I mean, on all of the commerces on these days, right? So because if you want to make money with only the ticket, I mean, you're not going to, to make money from that, right? And you can ask the guys of Disney, right? So you can ask uh, Starbucks and all of those guys. Uh, it's all about selling something extra, right? Uh, and that, that is exactly what the airlines are doing. And of course, the ones that are doing, I mean, best is, of course, the, the LCCs, right? And Ryanair is one of those ones, right? So, yeah, digital, uh, e-commerce, sales, business development, everything that has to do on the commercial area, right? But of course, I mean, at the end, you do a bit of everything too, right? So close to the operations, and especially when you work with ancillaries, because some of the ancillaries that you have to implement are operational, right? Uh, network. I mean, you do a bit of everything. Yeah. Amelia, do you feel that, that since you just mentioned network, that ancillary is almost like its own network in that when, when you add a city to a network, there's a benefit, you grow, right? Is, should airlines view ancillaries almost like they do network planning from the standpoint of adding things to grow the overall utility of the airline's ancillary catalog? Yes, of course. I mean, and I can tell you one, one, one example, right? So let's say if you're flying, I mean, from Central America, right? So into the U.S., right? Um, you will get to see that perhaps, I mean, the willingness to pay there, I mean, especially from the people that are going from Central America into the U.S., it might not be that high, right? But at the time that they're... I mean, bring in their baggages, right? Of course. I mean, they would like to bring in stuff, I mean, for, for their families, right? So, or for people or for relatives that, that live there in the U.S., right? So they're willing, their willingness to pay on the baggage side, it would be huge, right? And, and, and it might be exactly the same if you go into a secondary airport, right? Um, if you're willing to hire a car or, or take a bus, right? And that is part of the, the, uh, the airline income then that should be taken into account, of course, when you develop that route, right? Right, right. That's an interesting point. So, so as Iztok mentioned, one of the things we want to do is to get your perspective about digital and retailing uh, as it pertains to the onboard experience and to the cabin itself. Um, uh, you know, our research, the research we do here at Atmosphere Research, uh, uh, has shown consistently, regardless of country, that 50% or more of airline passengers view airlines as alike. Uh, in some cases, it gets close to 80%. How can the onboard digital experience and onboard retailing help airlines distinguish themselves in a meaningful way from their competitors? What would you, you know, if, if, if you could wave your magic wand, if you will, what would you say to airlines that they should be thinking about doing from the digital experience and onboard retailing so that people don't think airline A is the same as airline B? Well, I was thinking about, I mean, that, that question may come up, right? And, and I can tell you, uh, I would separate in three things, right? And those three things might be, the first one is, 
I mean, getting to know the customer, right? So and that is somehow like personalization on the personalization side. And that is across the whole customer journey, right? So the second one might be um, the cross-selling, right? Of course, because you, you can cross-sell some of the products. And the third one might be uh, getting sponsors, right? So, or like a third party that may help you to, I mean, to make money, uh, to, to advertise something to, to the customer that you may have in common, right? And that might be also something that can help you to uh, get a, a cheaper ticket, right? So let's put it this way, right? So imagine that you go to a coffee, right? So you go to Franco's coffee, right? So... Uh, I like the Franco's go... coffee. Yeah, but it might be very expensive, right? So, and, and if you compare it to Chacon's coffee, right? So, <laughs> the, the Chacon's coffee is very, very cheap, right? Uh, I might sell the coffee for, for $1, right? So, one euro, $1, one whatever, right? Uh, Franco's coffee might be for $4, right? But then imagine that you go to Franco's coffee three times, right? Uh, and then Eastcov, I mean, says, Henry, I mean, this is the fourth time that you come over, right? So it's so nice of you. It's great to see you, right? So the last time that you were here, you, you were asking for a coffee with skim milk, right? And with some vanilla on it, right? So I already prepared the, co the, the coffee for you, right? This is a fantastic experience to have, right? So not that many airlines have implemented something like this. Uh, just a few that I know in... Of course, the, the full service carrier, right? Mm -hmm. But uh, but it's something that is very nice, and if you, especially if you compare it to Chacon's coffee, right? Because every time that you come, I'll, I'll just tell you here's or what coffee you want, right? So and pay me the one dollar, right? And of course, I'll serve the coffee and choose that, right? Which might be uh, an on time coffee, a regular coffee, and and choose that, right? Then. Um, well, th th that, that is on the personalization side, right? So it's nice that you, you, someone tells you, thank you for being here the fourth time, right? And, and of course, getting to know the product that you already like. The second one is the cross-selling, right? Uh, if you were there for the fourth time, right? Uh, perhaps, I mean, it's tough. I mean, can come back to you and he can say, you know what? Uh, here's a cookie. Right, and because you have been here the fourth time, right? The cookies, uh, three dollars usually, right? But I'll sell it to you uh, at one fifty or or two dollars, right? The margin might be later. Uh, I mean, um, shorter, right? Um, but you might make some some money from it anyway, right? Um, and that will be something nice to have. I mean, because you're you're giving a fantastic experience because you're getting the cookie, you're getting a discount, and you're also making a margin. Right, but you're also then getting the customer to try that product that perhaps they otherwise had had not and might not. And so the next time they may come back and say, okay, I'd like the coffee and the cookie or whatever it is yeah. you're trying to sell. Yeah, and that's the thing, right? So, and perhaps, I mean, the next time that we, what you can do is I'll sell you the uh, the coffee for $3 instead of 4 right? Because I know that you will buy the coffee, you know, sorry, the cookie too, Right. And then the cookie might be $2, right? Including the discount, right? right. Uh, so that's the thing. I mean, you start lowering your ticket price. In this case, it might be the coffee, right? Because you're making some, something extra because of the, the cross-selling that you're doing, right? right? And imagine with a third thing, right? So imagine that you get Hartevelt's brand, which is fantastic on coffee, right? So they're willing 
to pay some advertising on Franco's coffee, right? So it co- comes to you and it tells you, pay me $100. I mean, just because of having your brand uh, uh, um, anywhere, right? That may also, I mean, of course, it will bring you a margin, right? But it can, you can lower the, 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 coffee pre- the coffee price, perhaps even to $1, so you can compete with the, with the cheap coffee from, from Chacon's coffee, right? And, and, and it will be fantastic because you're giving a fantastic, fantastic experience, right? You might make more margin than Chacon's, Chacon's coffee, right? And, and you get a fantastic experience. I think that we can do all of these together on board, right? And of course, we're talking about data, 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 right? And of course, airlines have more data, data than, well, the, on, the only industry that I can think of that they, 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 they wouldn't have more data, it would be banks, right? Because they know who you go with. I mean, where do you go? What do you buy? All there, of yeah. Exactly. But in, in, the, in, in case of airlines, right? So we usually ask you for your passport, your birth date. I mean, who you're traveling with. I mean, all of that stuff. Right. So, and that data is not being used as I think that we should use it. Right. And so, Emilio, to to build on what you talked about with personalization, you know, you did make this very important point. Airlines sit on a lot of data, um, but they don't always associate what the customer may purchase for the onboard journey with the PNR or with the customer's larger data record. And flight crew, cabin crew, uh, don't always have access to the information they need to provide the level of service they'd like. By the way, even on an LCC or ULCC, the cabin crew still want to do a good job. So from your standpoint, from your experience, what kind of data do you think that the cabin crew would need in terms of data, in terms of information, so that they can provide the level of personalization, the level of personalized service that would be appropriate for the customer and the airline? Well, I mean, there are two things, right? So, I mean, the first one is, I mean, some airlines are are doing already that, right? So some airlines, they know that you're traveling with them already, like for the fourth time, and they're they're giving you like a special note on on the trip, right? So, or you have achieved with this trip, I mean, 30,000 miles, something like that, right? Some airlines, and of course, I'm talking mostly about the full service carriers, right? So, and not, not every full service carrier, just a few of them, right? Um, uh, on the, on the case of, uh, in the case of low cost carriers, right? So what they do is they're doing more on data in terms of the booking, right? On board is mostly full service carriers, right? But then there comes, and this is the second point, where you as a customer would like to be identified, right? Because if you, if you're telling me that this is the fourth time that I'm traveling, right? Uh, and, and I'm traveling with somebody else that wouldn't like to know that uh, this is the fourth travel that I'm doing, right? Uh, then the airline might get the, the customer in trouble, right? Um, so I think that, I mean, it has to be completely personalized, right? So it has to be completely, I mean, you have to let the customer do whatever they want with their profile, right? And the, the other question that you were asking is, how could crew do all of this? I've seen that some airlines are already giving devices to their uh, to their crew, right? Uh, and I think that this is something fantastic, right? So you you could give something that would be part of the uniform or part of the the uh, the uh, the gear that they use. I mean, for everything, right? And this could allow the 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 crew, I mean, to get to know 
who is sitting on 3A, right? So which is already known, right? But is is printed on paper, right? I think that all of those things should be used in a way that the customer feels well, that the crew feels well, that everyone feels well, including the airline, right? One question, Emilio, because you said we are talking good examples with this coffee and personalization and data. And I think digital retailing, like you said before, it's like a network or ancillary is like a network. It's also in a way like a network in terms of skills, you know, it, you need to have for good retailing, you need to have digital skills, data skills. And when we are talking about onboard, even these um, personal upselling and cross-selling skills. And I think like you do the distinguish between LCC and traditional carriers, maybe some traditional set, maybe they are better in technology and data on board, but maybe the retailing skills of the crew are not as as good as they are on the low cost. So maybe you worked for both. What, uh, which of these perspectives do you think uh, matter the most when it comes to be good at ancillary? Is it this mindset of upselling and always cross-selling or is it more on the digital and technology side? This is something that is very, I mean, I can tell you, I've seen only one carrier doing extremely well selling on board and you know what carrier is, right? So, <laughs> uh, and, and they're very, I mean, I'm not so sure if the words should be aggressive. I mean, but they are very into selling on board, right? So, and they're doing it so well because they really incentivize crew. And also, I mean, they were born somehow that way, right? But when you tell an airline that has been there for a hundred years, or 70 years, right? And crew has been there already for 20, 30 years, right? And you tell them uh, you need to start selling, right? And, and you might make some money from it, right? But you're not going to make that much, right? So, and you already have, I mean, a salary, which is fantastic, right? So they don't have any incentive to change, right? And, and they feel like if they do it, they may start becoming... Uh, the Chacon coffee, which yeah. is very cheap, right? right. And I think, I mean, you, you need to incentivize crew. You need to let them know that this is part of their living, right? Uh, and this is going to be fantastic also for the customers, right? So that you're not going to be torpedoing them mm -hmm. uh, with purchase this, purchase this, purchase this, purchase mm -hmm. this. But is I'm giving you a fantastic coffee, but I'm also providing you a fantastic option which is the cookie right and and which goes fantastic well with the with the coffee right so it, it is satisfying the customer it is making money for the airline and is also making money for for crew maybe henry just yeah. one thing and then i leave you to henry it's when we think and not only on board about what is and this is what we talk a lot about in our digital academy I think this helps then the crew also, everybody who's trying to do upselling and cross-selling. And you come up with the idea, what is a good ancillary product? Yeah? And we usually talk about the best products are the ones that are you're not just upselling and cross-selling, but are solving some kind of a customer problem. So if they add value, I think it's much easier to upsell and cross-sell. So I don't know, you have a lot of experience with different ancillary products. Did you see some or some ideas of some good products that were solving some unique problems for the customers and that they were then easier to sell? This is the, well, I mean, not, not, not the $10,000 question, but perhaps, I mean, like the, the $100 or the, the $1,000, right? But this is the thing, right? So if you go with your family on a trip to Paris, right? 
there is a fantastic theme park there, right? Or perhaps here, closer to the Barcelona in, in Reus, right? If you fly into Reus and you're going with your family, right? Um, I mean, it's not going to be exactly the same if you're flying to Ibiza with your friends, So we right? come back to personalization, yeah. And, and it's exactly that, right? So, and perhaps if you're flying in summer, right? I mean, during the, the summer season, it might be, I mean, very likely that you will buy water, right? So water might be the, the product that you will sell the most, right? Uh, but if you're flying with your family and I can sell an animal stuff or even a, a, a cartoon, I mean, for your kids, right? Or anything that might be related to kids, of course, that might be something fantastic. And of course, the margin might, might be even better. Maybe not than the water, because water is usually cheap and the margin is also good, right? But, um, but it's all about personalization, right? And I think, and, and I call it like uh, the four stages personalization, right? So you have tree personalization, which is from where to where, right? Uh, if I'm flying from Dublin into London, it will be very likely that, that, that I'm flying for business. And especially if I'm flying on, on a Monday uh, and then coming back on a Friday, right? Um, the second stage might be who I'm flying with, right? So uh, the, 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 thir the third one was related mostly to, to the day, right? And the fourth one is also you looking at my, my profile. I mean, what is it that I usually purchase, right? So it will be a real-time personalization, right? So I'm traveling with my family. I'm traveling uh, all, during the summer season. I'm traveling uh, to Reus, right? And, and all of those things, right? CETA is the air transport industry's IT provider, delivering solutions for airlines, airports, aircraft, and government. Our technology powers more seamless, safe, and sustainable air travel. With around 2,500 customers, CETA's solutions drive operational efficiencies at more than 1,000 airports while delivering the promise of the connected aircraft to customers of 18,000 aircraft globally. CETA also provides a technology solution that helps airlines worldwide bring their cabin crew into the digital era with an all-in-one digitalization tool. CrewTab. The tablet application for cabin crew transforms daily airline operations from the ground up, unlocking the highest level of resource optimization, ultimate cost savings, innovative revenue generation opportunities, and maximum passenger satisfaction. Emilio, do you, you know, where do you see this? The opportunities as greatest with with onboard retailing. Is it food and beverage service? Is it in-flight entertainment? Is it Wi-Fi? Um, seating is, you know, what, what, where do you think that the uh, revenue opportunity is going to be the greatest uh, for onboard retailing, uh, regardless of the type of airline? I mean, it all depends, right? So it, it, across time, I think something very easy to do, it will be advertising, right? So you're sitting there, right? So on these days, I mean, you're watching in most of the full service carriers, you're watching advertising already, right? Which is the screen with the loop video, right? But what happens if we make that one, in, uh, I mean, more interactive, right? So you already have it on, on the magazine, right? And that is something that is very easy to do, right? So do something more interactive, right? So have something that, that might not be that antiquated, right? 
uh, that might be something related or mostly related to, to the destination that you're going to, right? So imagine that, that I can tell you you're coming to Barcelona, right? I would like to advertise you, uh, not advertise, right? So talk about the city, right? Of course, because if we talk to about advertisement to, to the customer, they, they might not get it that that well, right? So, or they might not open it that, that much, right? But if I tell you more, what you can see, where you can go, what discounts I can get you, right? The customers are going to be very much into that, right? And especially if you have fantastic images, videos, things that you can do, right? But on the other side, I mean, you, you can also tell the advertisers, right? So uh, you guys from restaurants, from theme parks, from museums, from all of that, right? So why don't you help me to, or, or, or provide your content, put it into platform, right? Uh, which we already provide, I mean, through the company that I'm working with right now, right? And we can, and, and we can display it in an interactive way to all of those customers, right? So that is making happy the advertisers, the customers, the airline, because it's making money, and even the content providers, right? Because you can even have influencers that will be providing the content to all of these advertisers, right? In a nice way. So that will be something very, very easy to do on this age, right? And of course, uh, across time, I mean, so, so you deliver it this way, right? So and, and one more thing that I was going to tell you, right? So one of the things that we have seen in airlines is that uh, if you work with a third party, right, a par partner, right? So they usually tell you that to make money, the only way that you can do it, it will be by by booking their products, right? And they usually tell you that you have to advertise them so much, right? So uh, they, they book Speedias, as I call them, right? Um, so you have to make huge efforts to, to really make money, right? So send thousands of emails and, and advertise their their, their brand, right, or, or your white level of brand, right, so to make money, because it will be only if the customer ends booking something through the partnership, right? In this case, you're talking about partnership, right? So, in, sorry, advertising, purely advertising, right? You can just show, let's say, and, and let me tell uh, a public uh, uh, venue, right, which is the, the magma, right? So the the, 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 well, Museo de Arte Contemporáneo de Barcelona, right? So museum, uh, well, you, you know what I meant. So if you tell these guys that they, they can really provide part of their content through this platform, right? So that would be very easy to make money. And just because of displaying this to the customers, then, I mean, you need to pay, you need to pay to, to the platform and also to the airline, right? So there's no need to make a booking. It will be only to, uh, because of advertising, as you used to do in while you were having magazines, right? So now go, going back into into terms of uh, the, um, I mean, across uh, across a timeline, right? So this is something very easy to make money from, right? But then the idea you can end up with uh, it would be um, having somehow like a like a fantastic shopping on board, right? So what about if you're traveling, right? And you would like to have uh, ground transportation by the time that you land, right? Uh, that can take you to your final destination, right? Or that you can even uh, book a restaurant, right? So that you can have all of that marketplace on board uh, and, and it will be, I mean, confirmed. It could be confirmed on, on board or at the time that you land, right? So that would be fantastic. Even if, you, if you're going back home, right? And it's already late, and you can have a pizza by the time that you get home, 
that would be fantastic, right? So, and imagine that the airline can make money from that. And I think here, Emilio, is where we were talking before this new COVID habits came into place because this is my theory and I want to check it with you two guys because you are the airline experts. And it's, I think in the last two years, a lot of people were exposed to this new digital scenarios that they weren't before, like pre-ordering and pre-pickup. You know, everybody's ordering food to pick it up and they deliver it in, in home. And I see in US, they have this food delivery at the gates, at the airport. And so you don't need any more this physical contact. And like you said before, airlines have the data. So you know you're going to, I don't know, San Francisco airport or to LAX airport. So if you pre-order and you have the data, and like you said, with advertising, you show them the relevant content, I think people could book or select the the right product for them. Definitely. And you can do it across the whole customer journey, right? So if you're someone that is already or that you know how to plan your vacations, right? So you can do it uh, in the, at the booking time. Otherwise, you can do it after the booking, right? So when you have an active trip, right? So Or you can do it on board if you're a last-minute guy, right? Because you didn't make... I mean, all of the things, right? And, and you want to check what is it that you can do at your destination, right? And you can look it on board because you have time, right? Emilio, you know, one thing I'm curious about when, when I've worked with airlines on some of their digital uh, issues and, and when it comes to retailing, there's a lot of focus, obviously, on the digital channels, on the initial booking, uh, but there is not that much attention paid to what happens on the plane. And I'm wondering if in your experience and your interactions with with C-level executives at the various airlines where you've worked, um, um, what were the conversations like when it came to digital retailing as it pertains to the onboard experience? Does that part of the customer journey get the attention that you believe it should from the airline's top executives, or are they focused primarily on uh, just the website and and mobile app and the initial sales and uh, uh, that part. Oof, I mean that that's a tough question, and I can tell you. I mean, what happens with anything that you put into the aircraft? I mean, that has to go through so many regulations, right? <laughs> so, I mean, you need to go through the aircraft maker, right? So, you need to go through the, the stuff that's on the plane. You know, I'm not talking about you know choosing the seat. I'm talking about the retailing of those products. Does the C-suite pay attention to what's being offered to customers on the plane? How it's being offered to the customer on the plane? Uh, things like that. Or do they just say, you know what, we'll let the onboard service team take care of that and just make sure it can be sold? No, I, I mean, it also depends, right? Of course, I mean, when you talk about a low-cost carrier, right? So, of course, you will you will look at the money makers, right? Anything that goes into the aircraft, then, then fantastic. I mean, continue doing that. And, of course, they will, they will look at the numbers, right? Uh, when you work for a full-service carrier, it will be mostly about the experience, right? Um so it's not that much about making money, but it's mostly about uh, how do you reduce the cost, but uh, maintaining a fantastic experience, right? It all depends on, on the carrier too, right? Because if you're a fantastic uh, full-service carrier, which is not that much into cost, then spend as much as you, you want, right? But it will be mostly on the long haul, right? Um, when you're talking about short haul and mid haul, you're talking almost about like a commodity, right? So you're becoming like a boss, right? And it will be mostly 
whatever you can sell. That part I can tell, or what I feel is that perhaps, I mean, the full service carriers are not that much into, into looking after that, right? And it might be, again, because of a problem that you may have with the crew. Hmm. You're not that much interested into selling. Yeah, you know, one thing I've noticed with, with a lot of airlines is when the transaction occurs on the plane, uh, uh, it's rarely associated with a specific passenger or, or seat. So it doesn't matter, you know, what it is you're buying, whether it's food and beverage or uh, uh, um, duty-free or whatever they're selling on the plane, rarely does that get linked back to the individual uh, traveler. Isn't that a missed opportunity by airlines to understand really what that customer's total value is? Uh, uh, because sure, it's good to know if they'll pay for the seat upgrade or the check bag or, you know, Wi-Fi. But, but if this passenger spends a lot in, on duty free or a lot, you know, buys the things for their kids on the plane, buys the food and beverage for himself or herself, whatever it may be, that's not only money, but that is revenue that that traveler is creating for the airline and should be, at least from my perspective, associated with that person. Yes, and this is all about prioritizing, I mean, things, right? I think um, it all depends on the money that you can also make, right? Because if you have a business which is making 10, th- 10, 10 times more, right? Uh, like selling a bag or selling a seat or the seat assignment, right? Then having uh, a product that may, yeah, it might bring some margin, right? Uh, you will not prioritize it, I think. Right, so that that's what I what, what I've seen. Right, um, I think there's also a technology gap, right? Because this is one of the things Henry is talking about the digital retailing or retailing experience. Why don't you connect? But what I see and I call about this in-flight part of the customer journey as this digital black hole. You know, yeah. so we are not having it connected. There are always always a silo system and also a silo organization. So it was not connected. So the digital teams, the retail teams, the e-commerce teams own all parts of the journey except the onboard journey. And this is where I think we are losing this data. And I think it's connected to the, some legacy technology, but also to the mindset, I think. Yeah, but this is this is the thing, right? So you're, you're talking about pre-travel, right? So usually when you talk to the digital team, what they want to do is they want to do the booking as soon as they can. <laughs> and it's completely understandable, right? So it's not about having 20 pages or 20 clicks mm-hmm. to purchase a ticket, right? Um, the idea is if you can do it in one or two, it will be fantastic. But then you have the retailing side, which is usually ancillaries, right? So they, they or, or we, including myself, I mean, on the digital side, right? So we... We want to have as many products as we can, right? Because we would lo- we would love to to cross sell as much as we could. I mean, during the booking process, uh, during the active trade process, or cross purchase, right, or pre travel, right? Okay. Uh, and of course, I mean, there is usually also the onboard uh, people, which might be very related also to to ancillaries, right? But again, it, it is all about prioritization, right? Because if uh, booking accommodation, booking car hire, booking uh, the seat, uh, or cross-selling the bags, or cross-selling uh, priority boarding, uh, or even uh, priority uh, security. I mean, to go through through the the security lane, right? 
all of those things might be more profitable than, than something that might be on board, right? So that is why I haven't seen that much, um, I mean, like uh, pre-purchase your menu or pre-purchase your food or pre-purchase anything that you, that you would like to, to pre-purchase, I mean, uh, on board, right? But of course, I think that is all about the timing, right? And I can tell you, I fully agree with the digital team that there's no need to put like 20 clicks to, to, book a t- uh, to book a ticket, right? The idea is, and I'm not so sure if it might be the right word, but is hook that customer, then keep a, a, an open an open uh, basket. Yeah, yeah right. basket mostly, right? So, and then start, I mean, across the time, I mean, before they really travel, the idea would be, I mean, add all of the things that you want to the basket, right? You, I, I, I learned this one from you, Henry, right? So you mentioned that the wallet from a customer, right, usually is different at the time that they book, uh, I mean, to the, to, the tri- to the time that they really travel, right? right. And that really happens. Second wallet, yeah. It, it's a complete, well, second, third, even fifth, right? So, and it, it all depends. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to Ibiza, uh, and you're going with your friends. I mean, at the time that you're booking, you may say, oh, no, I want to pay for a 10-euro ticket, right, yeah. only. Of course, after a week, I mean, you may say, I don't want that seat, and I don't want that middle seat, right? I want to have a better seat, right? And, of course, I mean, at the time that you get to Ibiza and you are at the club, I mean, your wallet is completely open. <laughs> that's right? true, that's true. And empty. <laughs> okay. okay. So <laughs> yeah. Good that you mentioned two wallets. Right. We also, we are... At the second part, the second part of this show, and this is the informal one, and we'll do it like in a rapid fire because we don't have much time left. We call uh, we call Emilio this part of the show the higher train and fire section. So I give you three different concepts, and you need to rank them. So the one that you like the most, you hire. The one that you like somewhere in the middle, you train, and the one that you don't like, you fire. You know. And Henry, did you get this one as well? Because maybe you can do it as well. So we'll start with the onboard, yeah? Because we are talking a lot about onboard. So three things. You have movies, you have book, and then you have, uh, okay, you have movies, book, music, and sleep. So I give you four and you can rank three. Which one do you like the most? Which one do you hire? Which one do you, uh, let's say, train? And which one do you fire? Henry, please start. Henry, <laughs> so I can okay, finish. no, no, go. <laughs> Guest <No>. first. <laughs> well, again, it, it all goes with personalization, <laughs> right? So if I'm if I'm flying to to San Francisco and that is a a, a red eye a red eye flight, of course. I mean, the first thing that I will value it will be it will it will be, it will be sleep, right? Okay. And perhaps it will be movies. The second. Um, and you and you fire the book. Uh, the, the, you fire the music, yeah, or the book. <laughs> not really. It also depends on the trip, right? So if I'm awake and I'm not able to sleep, of course. I mean, reading a book would be fantastic, and also <laughs> the music, right? So, but yeah, tough. I mean, it would be mostly. I mean, yeah, movie. Movie is fantastic because you you can really relax. Yeah. Relax. Every- right? You are also so personalized or more, uh, more uh, let's say, predetermined? Definitely would hire sleep. <laughs> uh, 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 but the, the uh, you know, movies, yeah. Uh, uh, 
and because I would like to create this very false impression that I'm an intellectual person, I, 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 <laughs> I keep the books and I fire music. But, but you know, it is tough. I mean, Emilio said it. There's a lot of subjectivity involved in, is it a daytime flight overnight? How long or short of the journey is it? Business or leisure? Are you traveling solo or with someone else? Um, um, but, you know, uh, I will tell you that, that uh, um, sometimes the only t- place I'd been able to s- watch movies have been on airplanes. Good, good. Okay, so we move to the next one. This one is more difficult. So no more personalized answers. <laughs> <laughs> Joking. So when we are talking about digital experience, right, say, or on experience, what do you think is the digital differentiator? So we have three concepts, and then you hire, train, and fire. Wi-Fi, this is the first one. So connectivity, Wi-Fi. Then you have the in-flight entertainment, and then the last part is like retail and shopping. Wow. <laughs> I know. I mean, you're, you're not allowing me to use the personalization one, right? So <laughs> No, no. Yeah, but uh, again, depending on, on, on the trip, right? Uh, of course, if I'm working and it might be something uh, short and, and I need to, to work, it would be Wi-Fi, it would be fantastic. But of course, that, I mean, the cost to an airline to have Wi-Fi on board because of the antennas, the, the drag uh, on fuel that you will get, it will be extremely cheap. So from the point of view of airline, especially at a low cost, tough, right? Um Long haul, in-flight entertainment would be nice. And what was the third one again? Sorry. Uh, uh, retail and shopping on board. Retail and shopping. Retail and shopping. I can tell you, I mean, if I'm, let's say I'm a commuter, right? And I need to to buy stuff, I mean, even for my wife, I mean, or or even my kids or, or even for myself. I mean, that's something that, that I will really value. And especially if I have to, if I'm traveling into Cancun, and uh, and getting into a place where I don't ha- I didn't book a grand transportation that would be very valuable. So, which one will I train? Which one will? <laughs> so, I would say you know what, and this is my my ancillaries and digital gods, right? So, uh, oh, I mean onboard shopping that would be I mean I'll, I'll keep it right. So, uh, entertainment uh, second or Wi-Fi. You know what? I'll I'll, I'll let the Wi-Fi to drain <laughs> because sometimes it's nice to to get unplugged. Yeah, yeah, good, good. Henry, any comments here? Or no, it's it's funny. I I, uh, uh, I I perhaps it's my U.S. perspective, but Wi-Fi to me is is definitely a higher. And the reason is that whether I'm traveling or in business or leisure, I want to have the option to get connected and stay connected. Um, uh, and, and Wi-Fi can also be an enabler for getting the news and information and uh, entertain, not always entertainment because you can't stream, of course. Um, uh, I'm a big, I, I like the idea of, of retail and shopping on board, but you have to be able to offer the products people would want and value. And that is tough because airlines are about lowest con- common denominator everything. So I'm going to go back to Emilio's example of flying to Cancun. If you've got a group of people headed to Cancun, what are they going to need? Um, sun, you know, sun, suntan lotion and, and sunblock, maybe some hats or, you know, beach towels, things like this. Now, some of those are going to be easier to pack on the plane and load than others. 
Some of those are going to be easier to sell than others. But you know, you want to have stuff that's going to be appropriate to a beach destination. But if you're going to a business destination, and let's just say Mexico City, uh, uh, you know, maybe you want computer chargers or, or charging cables for your mobile device or other things that may be better for a business person to use. So you have to have people in the main office and and the 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 ability to have the stock that you need and to manage that. And that's really complicated if you're going to do it right. So what I would say is if you're going to do retail and shopping on the plane, only do it if you're fully committed to doing it in the right way. Don't forget the tequila if you're going to Cancun too, right? That's so, oh, right. <laughs> aspirin if you're going to Cancun. <laughs> Maybe those are for the flights back from Cancun. Henry is the airline airline cocktail guru, so he knows <laughs> he knows all about the, the different liquors and different destinations and different airlines, right? <laughs> but I, I, I would mention more, I mean, not only what you can sell on board, right? Because that is way to the aircraft too, and also to, to the airline, and that means more fuel, right? But also the, what you can sell on, digitally on board that you can get at the time that you land. And if I can get a, a bottle of tequila, let's say, right? Uh, which is uh, at a lower cost because I'm flying, let's say, from Barcelona or from the U.S., right? And I can get at the time that I, that I land, that will be fantastic. And if I can get tra uh, ground transportation, because I booked that also on the onboard uh, retailing ex uh, experience, right? So that, that will be also fantastic, right? So, yeah. A lot of a lot of great ideas. I, I should make notes. So I think uh, you two guys, you put a lot of uh, good ideas. Uh, thank you, Emilio, for being uh, the, the first brave guest in our new series, in our new podcast series with Henry. I really enjoyed yeah, it. It's been great. It's been great fun. I, I can tell you the pleasure has been mine, guys. And I, I really appreciate you inviting me to the podcast. I mean, I can tell you, fantastic. Really, really nice. I had a fantastic time. So okay. thank you. And next time we need to meet in the natural, uh, neutral ground somewhere. In, you said like Cancun with the tequila, right? So or Ibiza too, right? So like, which might be also on this side of the sea, right? Good. And we there continue this destination. Thank you both, and uh, we'll talk soon. Take care. Fantastic. Thank you. Take care. CETA is the air transport industry's IT provider, delivering solutions for airlines, airports, aircraft, and governments. Our technology powers more seamless, safe, and sustainable air travel. With around 2,500 customers, CETA's solutions drive operational efficiencies at more than 1,000 airports while delivering the promise of the connected aircraft to customers of 18,000 aircraft globally. CETA also provides a technology solution that helps airlines worldwide bring their cabin crew into the digital era with an all-in-one digitalization tool. CrewTab. The tablet application for cabin crew transforms daily airline operations from the ground up, unlocking the highest level of resource optimization, ultimate cost savings, innovative revenue generation opportunities, and maximum passenger satisfaction.